It's playoff time. Big stakes, bigger promotions, every day of basketball's playoffs. DraftKings will have $20,000 in total prizes up for grabs. The best part, it's free. You get your shot at these daily cash prizes for free. Uh, DraftKings will be offering two free two-play pools every day of the NBA playoffs, offering players a free shot at $20,000 in total prizes. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's basketball games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to make sure to get your free shot at $20,000 and total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. And as always, enjoy the show. And welcome back to another tasty episode of the Water Hockey Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and supported by DraftKings. As always, make sure to check out the DraftKings app and use promo code THPN today. Uh, boys, we're back. Are you boys back to 100%? Tell me you are. You look you look 100%. I'm at 94%. <clears throat> it's still allergy season, man. It, it doesn't go away overnight. And neither has my cough and general stuffiness. Oof, you hate. But to hear I don't. That. I don't feel shitty like I did a couple weeks ago. You don't so feel shitty. A, you don't feel shitty like the Toronto Maple Leafs fans after that first round bump oh. once again. What a time! Jason, you seem chipper today. Are you back to one hundred percent? Have you uh, officially taken over the allergies? Nah, ninety-eight. I'll take it. Like Ninety-eight Patrick degrees is a hell of a boy band. So like I'll Patrick take that. Said, it's it's still allergy season. It never goes away. Yeah, I'm going to like shit forever. That's fair. Jason, you got some pretty uh that's you got some pretty sick news here recently. Yeah, from, from some friends. So. Uh you want to tell us a little bit about that? You want to you want to play some tummy sticks for a second? Yeah, sure. We could do that. Tell uh, me about tell me about what happened. You got a little ambassadorship thing? Yeah, so these uh cool people at uh Conway and Banks, they make uh, hockey bags. Uh they're like, "Hey man, you seem cool. Uh you want to be an ambassador?" I was like, Fuck yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do that, man. They got the they got the pretty dope bags. Uh, if you're into uh, if you're looking to replace your current moldy old zippered broken zipper hockey bag, go uh, check out Conway and Banks, man. They make premium quality bags. They're definitely built to last. Uh, they include a removable organizers to keep all of your stuff in check because you definitely don't want to get checked. Uh, keeps everything super dry, waterproof materials all around. Uh, the best part about it, and at my absolute favorite, is the uh, built-in foot mat. Keeps my feet completely dry from all those nasty floors at the Star Center. So, uh, yeah, it comes in three different colors, three different sizes. So, uh, 
If you use the code WHATAHOCKEY, you get 10% off your order. So go to the rink in style. Damn, love to hear that. And it's funny you brought that up because I put a note in our run sheet that just says washed gear for the first time in four years. Yes, <laughs> oh, disgusting. Uh, that's super clean in your yeah. Conway and Banks bag. Yeah, when I was having yes, a couple of beers on the bench, I could smell it like from my gloves, so I knew it was time. Oh yeah. Yeah, you should do it probably once a year. Yeah, if, if not. Probably more not than more. that. Probably more. Uh, well, we got a couple of things to go over before we jump into today's guest. We got a big one for you guys today. Uh, per usual, it's what we do here at Water Hockey. We keep you fed just like Whataburger, our namesake. God bless. Uh, NHL playoffs uh, and AHL, not the NHL playoffs. The Wichita Falls Warriors advance past the Lone Star Brahmas in that interstate rival. So the Warriors do advance. Congrats to those guys. Uh, huge congrats to Texas Hockey Apparel, too, by the way. They went down to the Oil Kings Memorial uh, week, Memorial Day weekend tournament and absolutely had a blast. That was awesome. Uh, so congrats to Garrett. As always, check out TexasHockeyApparel.com, supporter of us, supporter of the All-Americans. That is a subtle uh, hint of what's coming next. The Allen Americans, speaking of, yes, our guest is involved with the Allen Americans. They swept the Rapid City Rush over the weekend. Not a big deal. We knew that was going to happen. They finished the regular season with a three-game homestand coming up this week. We're recording on Tuesday, and that means tomorrow they will be back at the Allen Event Center. Don't forget to use the Wada Hockey link. We will be reposting that on our socials to make sure you get those discounted Wada Hockey tickets for the last three regular season home games. Uh, and before we jump into uh, today's guest, we know it's been raining outside. Patrick, why don't you tell us about the range and what they can do for you since uh, obviously we can't be out on the golf course with all this rain that we've had recently. Man, I could have used the range on Monday. I went and played mesquite. There was a steady drizzle most of the day. Ground was getting a little sloppy. We get off the 18th green and it is pouring rain. Good timing on our part, but with the range, we don't have to worry about that at all because they'll come to us. They have a climate-controlled out of the rain, out of the element setup. They can set up in your backyard if it's nice enough, or if you got enough room in your bigger than a one bedroom apartment abode, they'll set up inside for you. It's uh, a mobile simulator using the TrackMan technology. Check your swing speed, smash factor. I feel like that's a big, big selling point is the smash factor. Mm-hmm. We need t-shirts that just say smash factor on it. I would like a t-shirt that says smash factor. Mm-hmm. You can also play closest to the pin games, long drive. And the real selling point is the multitude of courses. They got go to the range for FAQs, booking availability rates. You can see what courses they have and follow them on Instagram at the range underscore golf. Uh, I saw they had the range after dark. Last weekend, that looks super fun. Ooh. Nine o'clock, ten o'clock, they're still out there playing. Can't do that on a course. Can't so, do that on a course. Check out the range. Let them bring the golf to you. God, that is a way to end that that segment. I love that. Well, we're not going to leave you guys hanging anymore. Uh, first and foremost, thank you guys for joining us again here on the Water Hockey Podcast. Uh, our guest today is in his actually wrapping up, coming to a close on his first season with the Allen Americans. Uh, former Lethbridge Hurricane and Kamloops Blazer captain, boasting a feisty 121 penalty minutes so far, uh, mostly due to a, f- a few minor disagreements. Uh, Zane Franklin, welcome to the show, my guy. Hello, boys. How are we doing? Uh, we're buzzing tonight. I mean, we're in the middle of the NHL playoffs. Uh, we got you guys just absolutely storming it towards the Kelly Cup playoffs. How's it going on your end? 
Ah, it's going really good. Um, it's been a hell of a year, that's for sure. Compared to being back home right now, it, this is the uh, you know uh, the best case scenario. So I'm enjoying all, uh, enjoying every day, and you know this is kind of a cool opportunity to get jump on with you guys. So uh, thanks for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. Uh, we've been all collectively to quite a few games, and you are an absolute fan favorite. The the Red Faithful absolutely love you. Uh, you know, like I said, this is your first season with the Allen Americans, which is obviously huge for, uh, you know, I think, what are you, 22 years old now? Yeah, 22. So this is, this is a pretty big transition. I mean, you're, you're essentially a couple of steps away from the NHL. Uh, what's the journey been like for you from Lethbridge to Kamloops and now to Allen? And what's that transition been like from Marowain, Alberta down to Allen, Texas? Yeah, it's been, you know, I think quite a ride the last six years, I think it's probably been, that's when I started playing junior 17, uh, 16, 17. So yeah, I've seen a lot of places, met a lot of people. It's, you know, and it's still, the journey is still pretty young. So, I mean, that's all really exciting. Um, you know, juniors was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I think the, the room here is really divided. You know, there's either you're a junior guy or you're a college guy. So there's the, internal battle always to see who the <laughs> whatever the better the better route is um yeah but i like obviously i'm biased and i i side with the junior guys so <clears throat> juniors is yeah it's it's a you know once a life opportunity and then you know this is kind of a strange year with everything going on so um i was kind of presented with this opportunity to come down here and give pro hockey a chance and i'm you know pumped i did it it's been a, a hell of a year for sure just uh, wanted to ask about uh, Marwayne really quick. How big a town is Marwayne? <laughs> uh, it's pretty small. <laughs> um, it's about 500 people. Um, 500 people counting the dogs. So that's what I like. To <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say, it's what, east of Edmonton, yeah? Yeah, it's it's pretty – it's northeast a little bit of Edmonton. Okay. So, like, are you a big uh, Oilers fan out there? Or, or well, you, or, you guys yeah, don't believe this. You guys won't believe this. I'm actually grew up a big Dallas Stars fan. Um, Watch out now. Oh, catered to the home crowd. Here we go. I love it. Mario Turco, I wanted to be a goalie about, uh, you know, until I was around 12. Um, Until I realized I wasn't going to be tall enough. (laughs) Mario Turco is my guy. That's awesome. That's a fun fact for the show. Speaking of Mario Turco, return our text, eh? Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Check your DMs. Exactly. Uh, You guys know that. Infamous goal, oh, miss goal, uh, Stefan, Patrick Stefan. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I, yeah, we get I think I was, uh, yeah, so do I. I was at that game, uh, it was in Edmonton, so that was wow. a little bit heartbreaking. Wow, if for those that are listening that have not seen that, go look it up. We're not going to describe it because it's easily one of the most disappointing and embarrassing YouTube videos about the NHL that's out there right now, and it just so happens to be from our Dallas Stars here in our hometown. So Love that yeah. for us. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, where you grew up, uh, Marwain, uh, your family has a pretty diverse background from what we were told. Uh, your dad was in the rodeo as a bull rider and your mom was a figure skater. Yeah. Is this Marty telling you guys this or who's uh, who's spilling the secrets? This is uh, this is an inside source. I don't know if they can be named, uh, but yeah. I-, I wanted to ask because of the background. Do you think having that varying background of kind of like the more aggressive, obviously bull riding background, and then you know mo- your mom being in the figure skating world, do you think those varying backgrounds can kind of be attributed to your style of play on the ice? And have you ever actually ridden a bull yourself? Uh, to answer the first part of the question, I think there has to be something um, to do with it. Uh, I mean, I don't think. 
uh, a bull rider has many smart thoughts going on in their head at the time. I don't know really who does that for a living. Uh, so you gotta be a little bit <laughs> dumb or stupid or both, I guess, to do that. And then, um, I think honestly, it was my mom that more got me more into, you know, skating and hockey. Um, you know, looking back, I wish I would have done a little bit more, uh, figure skating work on the edges, but, um, it's, you know, it's been good how it worked out, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely been, you know, kind of a unique back or, you know, having that as a unique background. Uh, I, I honestly don't think my dad has played hockey once in his life in like a real game. So that was, you know, strange coming <laughs> from that, that type of background. <laughs> we would have a conversation about hockey and neither of us knew what we were talking about. Um, so we figured it out how we can, or how, or as we've gone and, you know, I think it's worked out pretty good. Um, and to answer the second question, uh, I rode a couple steers, um, no bulls. Uh, I don't think I got the balls for that yet. And I've never really had, uh, enough time to, you know, give myself in case I got stepped on and needed a couple months off with a broken foot or something. So this, uh, this summer was actually the first time I kind of start to ride them not for i was never planning on making a living out of it or anything like that but just to say that uh i somewhat can do it it. yeah well i mean you can always use your whl helmet and cage for the rodeo yeah that's just like it just kind of it carries over so there you go dual purpose yeah yeah Yeah. i mean they really are like it's still the same right it's they're wearing a hockey helmet right yeah for the most part you know you see the some uh the odd one or they have like these uh modifications to it but for the most part it's just your Bauer hockey helmet. Yeah, a little CCM or something. Yeah, cross yeah. promotion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually have one insight to add on rodeo stereotypes because I used to date – don't tell my wife. I don't know that she'll listen this far. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I used to date a girl from Kaufman, Texas, which is BFE, at least compared to Alan. <clears throat> the bull riders are the crazy idiots – that have no other way to make money. That's why they do it because <laughs> it's the best way to make money in the shortest amount of time. All you need is eight seconds. Yeah, that's, that's all you need. Right. I was gonna say they're like I drag racers, that, you know, they I live their life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The rest in peace, Paul Walker. I love you. I miss oh. you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've talked about your background a little bit. Let's uh, let's dive into present day. How are you feeling about the team moving into the Kelly Cup playoffs and what do you think it's going to take to to make a deep run? Well, it's it's been an awesome year. Um, the guys have been awesome. You know, this whole city's been you know pretty sweet. Living in Texas has been a really cool opportunity and experience. And our teams, I think, you know, besides a couple of injuries, you know, throughout the whole year we've been kind of battling some injuries. But um, you know, besides that, I think we're looking really good. Um, I mean, all four teams that you know, in our division or whatever you want to call it, conference division, um, all seem pretty good. You know, we've had, well, I guess we haven't played one of them, but the three, the two that we have played seem pretty good. So I think, well, whoever we end up playing, well, it'll be uh, some pretty good battles for sure. Yeah. And, and how do you feel with, uh, it was announced recently that Sheehy is uh, coming back down to uh, to jump on board for the Kelly Cup run. How, did, how much of a boost do you think that's going to give you guys? It's like, Obviously, you know, I don't you got to play with him a couple of games at the beginning of the season before he got bumped to the AHL. Um, are you excited to have him back on the team? And if so, how do you think he's gonna fit in, you know, coming back down? Yeah, I think obviously whenever you can, you know, get a guy that's 
good enough to play in the A and has shown that he can put up points in the coast. I mean, that's a big boost to get, uh, you know, back for your playoff run. Um, but yeah, he's, he's just as good as guy off the ice as he is on the ice. So that's kind of, you know, just as important. Um, he's good to guy to shoot the shit with. So yeah, he's, it's huge to get him back. And it's kind of just, you know, pump even more adrenaline into our uh, dressing room before playoffs. Yeah, it's. I was excited to see his name pop up, and when they released that, I was. I was. It got me. It got me pretty psyched. I was already pretty excited for the for the playoffs, but that just definitely kind of put me over the edge. Uh, speaking of points, like we we definitely we mentioned the penalty minutes, but we don't need to take away from the fact that you've got thirty one <laughs> points in your first season in the ECHL with nine goals and twenty two assists. Uh, that being said, if you had to compare yourself to someone in the NHL right now, or any time, uh, who would you probably attribute most of your your game to, or who would you compare it to in present or the past? That's actually funny you say that because I was just having this conversation the other day, um, <laughs> uh, talking about you know I was telling everybody that I was a Stars fan growing up, and I um, said that someone I kind of emulated growing up was uh, Brendan Morrow. I mean, I don't oh, think there's yeah. anybody really better than that uh, to kind of try to be like. And then they asked me, like, well, what's he <laughs> – they don't even know who he was. They didn't ask me how uh, how he played and what kind of style he played. And I, I just – I said gritty because that's kind of all he was. Like, gritty, yeah. go to the front of the net, um, in-your-face type of player. And I think that's still somebody that I kind of stick with as a good answer. Um, you know, obviously I want to say Jamie Ben, but last time I checked, <laughs> I wasn't six foot three or less. <laughs> or, yeah. So uh, – so I can't really pick that. I one of one of my uh, my closest friend uh, that uh, he's been a big reason for me to kind of fall in love with the sport, like I have in the past probably decade. That's his go-to guy. So I've showered him with Morrow gifts uh, throughout our uh, our friendship. So he's gonna love that answer. I love that answer. I think Morrow is one of the most underrated stars probably of all time. I mean, yeah. I. Especially when you play with Madonna as your, uh, you know, as the guy on the team, it's hard not to get overshadowed a bit. Um, you know, they they released a lot of those stars logos today and said, "What's the first person that comes to mind?" And we actually put it on our Instagram, and I made sure to put on there, "Who's the first person that comes to mind that's not Mike Madonna?" You got to challenge the people. So I actually did think of a good answer for that, or it wasn't Madonna that came. I seen that on my my Instagram too, and my answer was uh, Sergey Zubov. Oh yeah, yeah good just man. rip, just ripping cigs in the locker room and then going yeah, down Stanley Cups, <laughs> chugging, chugging ch- uh, you know, yellow bellies and yeah, and throwing back cowboy killers. Oh, easily, like it was nothing. He probably scoffed at it being Russian. So yeah, he's like, oh, this is you know my pregame. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, hey, uh, so let's take it outside of hockey a little bit. Uh, what are some of your hobbies out of it, out of hockey? Well, I'm kind of, you know, open to anything. And that's probably, I don't really, it's going to be bad too. I'm not a huge golfer. Um, I've been trying to get into it the last couple of summers. Um, I golfed, you know, more this year, obviously being down here where there's no snow. snow. So I'm, I'd like to say I'm getting closer to calling uh, golf a hobby. Um, but in the summer, there's not a lot of real good summertime. Um so kind of just try to fill it as much, you know, lake, lake time, get out in the water, um, you know, have a couple of beers out there. Uh, but then just, you know, on the farm, there's always something to do. So that kind of keeps the guy busy enough. 
Yeah, that's a that's a PSA too for anybody listening. If you're looking to pick up golf in a, in any age over probably 15 or 16, you're in for a wild ride because your body <laughs> wants to do one thing. Uh, and if you haven't been playing golf since you were younger, it's it's not something that your body is essentially used to. Uh, so I definitely kudos for that because it is not, <laughs> it is not an easy, uh, easy hobby to pick up. I'll give a, I'll give a shout out to my roommate here, uh, Nolan Neen. He was the one that really, you know, he is a big golfer. Um, so he's the one that kind of dragged me along and, you know, he was like my personal trainer. So yeah, that was pretty good to have him. There you go. What's his handicap? I, oh, we should ask him. He's, uh, he likes to talk. Well, I don't know actually even how to score a handicap so he's i don't think i don't think he's as good as i'm making him sound maybe but he uh is pretty he's way better than i am he's like okay. a scratch golfer and <laughs> yeah okay yeah. Plus handicap. since we yeah. are on the topic of golf we may have an ongoing joke slash challenge with les lancaster and josh lamons is less as good as we've been told because we've been told he's like he's a pretty damn good golfer on the americans yeah i you know what i I'm not sure how good he's told you guys, but I think he might be um, as good as that. Oh, dear. Whatever, oh, he's, told, it's, whatever it's, he's told you guys, I'm sure he's not overhyping it too much. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm still, we're still <laughs> going to give him a run. Uh, it's, it's the hair is so distracting, though, and I'm going to blame it on that if he ends up beating us. Um, <laughs> even, if he has a, even if he has a hat on, I'm still going to blame it on the hair. So um so to you know dive back into the hockey a little bit i know we're going back and forth on subjects but uh it's a two-part question super easy it doesn't tell us who you are as a man as a player or as a person (laughs) but it does a little bit uh tongues in or out and black or white tape on the stick tongues in but just in the last couple years that i've decided to do that and then uh white tape uh only the toe taped Halfway, like half blade. Okay, okay. And okay, then, uh, long, yeah, a little, yeah. a little, little vintage, Jamie. And long handle, like you know, quarter down oh, the yeah. shaft. Yeah, there we go. So okay, so, so try to it... look as try to look the part as much as possible that I know what I'm doing on the ice. Um, that's probably the biggest <laughs> reason why I switched uh, to tongues in is because you know I look like I didn't know what I was doing on the ice with my tongues out. I, I was going to ask, I was like, why, why the switch? I was like, why the yeah. heart? There you go. Is it a sign of, sign of maturity happening right before our eyes? We're watching this, this man grow up. I think it is. I think it was like <laughs> me trying to be different, uh, having my tongues out and like trying to put some like flop into them. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely- yeah. yeah but go uh, but eventually I just kind of looked at pictures of myself and I thought maybe this isn't my best look. Maybe I could do a, I could do a little bit better with my appearance. I was, uh, no, I was like, when we play beer league and everything, the guys who like tuck their socks in, they're like the skinny jeans of, of, you know, playing. (laughs) Wait, hey, hey. I wouldn't say I'm that guy, but uh, somewhere in the middle, maybe. Yeah, yeah. The problem is, though, the real problem is, is that I have short legs, so I have to like make them appear like a A little bit taller. Yeah, when your tongue's not halfway up your shin, you know. Exactly. <laughs> then it looks like you have half a calf, and that isn't really second, appealing. Got a second layer of shins on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So now, we can, the, now we understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like the Ludwig shins. He had the same shins throughout his entire career, and they were like eight inches well, so, across. No, there's yeah. a guy I play with on Fridays. Yeah, he's he's had the same pair of like uh, 
they were like these old ass Bowers. They were like 11s that he had in like middle school. He still plays. Well, he actually just like two weeks ago cracked it. And he's so pissed. He's like, dude, I've had these forever. And just, yeah, he cracked them last week a couple weeks ago. It was sad days. He finally got a new pair of shins. I'm so, I'm I've been so using the same shin pads it. actually for a while too. Yeah. I, I think I, shin I think pads are, on... I was just going to say they're the most versatile of all the pads. Like right. the elbows, I feel like the Velcro can go. Uh, you know, the shoulders, I think with the evolution of shoulders, they're just getting smaller and smaller as time goes on. So it's like people mm-hmm. keep switching on those, but shins just stay the same. And they just, there's not a lot of stress because you had the tape on top and the socks on yeah. top. You can make shins last forever. I feel like guys in shin pads are the, they're the most picky with, you know, once they get cus- or comfortable with the good pair of shin pads, um, they're going to use them until they, they can't, honestly. Right. So, yeah, it's a good point. No, I was gonna say I'm to the point now where I'm just I want like a padded T-shirt for my <laughs> chest, and that's it, man. I just wear the elbows and chest shirt. Yeah, I'm looking at like the padded vintage 1940s Sherwood shoulders that have absolutely no protection whatsoever, but it's just like because the USA Hockey says you have to wear them, I have to put them on. I'll just get a white T-shirt and write Sherwood on it and see if that'll pass. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't chimed in. I don't have any. I'm not a hockey player, and I've never played hockey. Not yet. Not yet. <clears throat> not yet no. It's going to skate the first uh, Wada Hockey Open whenever we mm-hmm. – Whenever that is, Ho- yeah. We're going we're gonna to host a weekend tournament, believe you me. <laughs> I, do have, uh, I do have our next question on deck, though, and this is something that we asked to Jesse and uh, Jesse Mitchin, for those listening, and have asked several people since, who plays Zane Franklin in your biopic? Somebody's doing a, a, a mockumentary on you. Or a documentary, whatever, whatever yeah, you want to call it. Have, yeah, whatever you want to. Who's be. playing you? Holy shit, guys! <laughs> you know who comes right to my mind, and I'm. This is probably not a great answer. It's probably not like the best answer. Um, something that comes right to my mind is uh, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. Gal- Gal- no, that's yeah, a great. That's a great answer. Yeah, it, tricky last name, but that's who I'd go with. I think, I think- not. Just because I think maybe if we got him a little bit better shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a little bit better shape. Yeah, get know, him in the gym for a couple know, months. Yeah, cut cut some, cut some, ice. Cut some weight, yeah. put him on the ice, dress him up nice, get him some good-looking hats. And, yeah, and yeah this guy, sure. this guy, yeah, Zach Galifianakis, it's going to be like the next Goon movie, but it's going to be called Enforcer with Zane Frank, or the Zane yeah. Franklin story. I like, I like his humor. That's, I think, the reason. You know, super yeah absolutely. witty he's witty yep that's what i like so I, I i mean it's probably probably better you know i don't want to say looking you know i'm sure he's <laughs> got all going it's on, natural but, man yeah i'm i'm that's kind of who i think that's my answer maybe i might I, give me like this doesn't matter how long this podcast goes but i might change my my answer if it goes as much longer. Well, hold on. Let's uh, let's let's run with this a little bit. All right. So we've got Zach already filled out from the Hangover. Who is your Bradley Cooper, and who is, you know, who's who's the rest of the cast? Let's let's find out. You mean on the team or who? Yeah, like, or, uh, yeah, just oh on the God. team. Oh who God, who, who are you taking team. to Vegas with? Oh no, yeah, I mean, he's. I don't think he wants to pump someone's tires and call him the Bradley Cooper of the Americans. But yeah. <laughs> well, okay. you know what I mean. Um, no, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. My, who's my squad? Yeah. yeah. Who's my You're squad? Right. Who am I taking to Vegas? And there's we're do, we're doing a squad of four, hey? And I'm Zach. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. I'm gonna take Nolan. 
I think Nolan is your Cooper, your Bradley Cooper. Okay. He's kind of got okay. he's kind of got the blonde slick back the hair going. going. Yeah. yeah, he's got you know he's got that going. Um, I think I'm gonna take Ben Carroll. He's he's been me and him have been really good chums all year. Um, we've had some good times, so I think he I'll take him. I don't know who I don't really know who I would say he is as the remaining two characters. Um, because who else? But right? we have uh, Ed Helms left. Yeah, and, the dad. Uh, tattoo face. And, oh my uh, gosh, who is uh the dentist? He's a dentist, age? right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, what's the main character's Stu. name? Stu. Isn't Stu, one of them yeah. Stu? Yeah. No, that's, that's Stu Ed is Ed Helms, yeah. Uh, Fuck. Oh what is gosh. that guy's name? I, I have no idea what his, like, I haven't uh, watched the movie actual, so His proper name is. But, uh... That's yeah. Justin Bartha as Doug. Oh, Doug. Doug, too. Doug. That's right. <laughs> and then for my, uh, Doug. third... I, I do know my third, um... Yeah, Black Doug. Uh, my third is uh, Corey Mackin. <laughs> so those okay. are, those are your three guys. I think that's a pretty good squad. Um, yeah, that's I'll take a good them one. Vegas for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's a that's a good that's a good string of guys. Uh, it's funny because I I think didn't was it was it Mitchin that said that he w- might have been Bradley Cooper yeah. or was it Patrick Dempsey? Uh, I think he was uh, he was a combination of both. See, that's the problem, really. There's the problem. Him saying that he, he could be those guys. Bradley Cooper. Like, that's, <laughs> that's really the problem. There's no well, self-awareness and, here. And this, yeah. You know. yeah. But you can't, you can't call yourself Bradley Cooper. You know, you have to no. have somebody else call you Bradley yeah. Cooper. Yeah. Well, he, if tried to play, if, he tried to play mind games with us because he turned the question around on us. And he was like, who do you guys think that would play me? And we're like, wait, no, we're asking the question. We were not here. prepared is, for that. Yeah, we oh, threw us over yeah. our head. It's still, uh, you know, this is a this is a, a thing where we talk, like a podcast is where we talk, and we were speechless. <laughs> we didn't even know how to react. So, we asked the questions here. yeah, we asked the questions here. Which I, I think, though, if I was to ask you that question, I think we probably, after a little bit of debate, could have came to the conclusion that Zach was the perfect answer. Yeah, I agree. I think I Zach think Galifianakis, so. a healthy, fit Zach Galifianakis. Yes. Let's let's, let's be real about that. A little birdie, by the way. This is a different informant now. We've got people on the Americans organization, and uh, they wanted me to ask about you sitting in the college corner. How does it feel to be a part of that? Right. This is probably less <laughs> saying this stuff. I have no idea I, what you're talking about. I almost – they threatened me actually with Sheehy coming back. They threatened me saying that I was going to lose my privilege in the corner. But to my surprise, this morning I was still there. So I think they are all talk. <laughs> they want me around is what I'm thinking. I mean, from what it sounds like, you're you're a locker room guy. You're you're, right. you're not only putting up uh, putting up points in production on the ice. Uh, you're lifting the spirits off the ice, and that's more than anyone can ask. That's more valuable than ever. Right, lots of laughter. Um, yeah. But yes, I am in the college corner, um, and sometimes I do feel over my head. I just try to take it all in and try to learn something every day. I guess. I mean, th- I mean, th- that's all you, I could sense a, a sound of pride when you were saying that. Yeah. So I, I yeah. think it'll go over well with the boys. Uh, no, for sure. I am. I, I, and I know these party guys are going to listen just to this part, you know, just, they're going to look for this question um, <laughs> about my opinion on the corner. Um, but yeah, it's been, you know, I've been, I've moved all around. So I've got to, you know, see the, the room from different angles. And I'm, I, I think I like this, the, the corner where I'm at the most. So I, I'm going to, I can say they're pretty good guys. It's a pretty good corner. That's awesome. We'd love to hear that. You know, we like to have fun here. 
<laughs> so it well, was yeah, uh, we like to have fun. Yeah, we like to have fun here. Uh, so I mean, that's all the questions that we have, but we do we do have some rapid fire that we'll go over. Um, I'm just going to toss this out there. Uh, Patrick's got one real quick though. I because you guys in the ECHL and the AHL a ton of theme jerseys. What has been your most memorable theme jersey so far in your playing career? And it doesn't have to be necessarily with Allen. Uh, it can be with your time in Can Loops. It can be with your time in Lethbridge. What What has been your most memorable theme jersey to date? Okay, that's a good question too. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what jerseys they were exactly, um, but I don't know who we were playing. But it's this year. <laughs> we we I think it was like maybe Marvel jerseys, and we both teams were wearing Marvel jerseys. It's a home game for us. Yes, and I they, oh, the jerseys were the identical. Jerseys, wasn't it? Or no, what it was jerseys Marvel. were they? Yeah, it was Marvel because you guys yeah, were the right. Captain Captain America ones, and I think they were wearing like like some Lex Luthor jersey or something. Like, like yeah, that. or like Hydra or something like that. And yeah. didn't the refs make you guys take it off after like three well, minutes? Yeah, so we 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 go and score. <laughs> we score like two minutes into the game. And then they come to the bench and somebody's complaining and we didn't even play in our shift after that. So we scored, we get off the ice. It was the most bizarre, like 10 minutes. We go back, change our jerseys and then we continue the game. So that's the most memorable. Um, <laughs> that's like, I, like, I don't know really if, if somebody asked me to describe the ECHL um, that I didn't really know hockey. I think that's the example I would use. That we we wore jerseys that were identical, pretty near. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, I remember seeing like the updates because we always try to let everyone know like what's going on with the games on our social media. We're trying to like get the word out there about it was the happening team. when we were recording, was didn't it? Uh, no, I think it was a Sunday game. Yeah, it was the because it was I think before. we. Yeah, I think we had gone to the game that Saturday, and it was that Sunday after. Or one of us was at the game. But, yeah, I just remember seeing because every time the Americans score, obviously the social medias go nuts. Uh, they're posting pictures of it, and you see all the guys celebrating with the Captain America jerseys on. And then I think you guys might have scored one or two more times, but it was a different jersey. And I was like, hey, yeah. what? I, I was like, what's what's happening? Is this the same game? Did they leave and come back? <laughs> it's like the Al Americans are posting highlights from a different yeah. game. You had no idea, but yeah, that I, I, I'm glad you said that because that's one of the funniest stories I think from this season that I've taken away so far. Uh, and Patrick has got a couple rapid fire questions. So I'm going to, I'm going to kick it over to him and uh, we, we don't have anything written down Zane. So this one's on, this one's on Patrick. He might come at you with, with some hard hitting questions. We don't know. Perfect. Yeah, is, fire the, here. So I got, I got to float uh, one thing that came to mind on the biopic just before we get into that. I'm thinking pre tattoo, Pre face pre face tattoo post Malone. Thoughts? Oh yeah, very very much like that. You know, I like that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know though. Like like we like the pre tattoo face post Malone. I can get behind. I I don't know if I can pull off the barbed wire tattoo on my forehead and the like, sword and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe just like the 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 blade on the cheek, the circular. The but circular. we have to remember that I am from a town of five hundred people, and a town of five hundred <laughs> people are you know pretty judging. You know they're pretty. Yeah, judgy. no, that's when fair. You, you see him at the local post office. They're gonna yeah. probably wonder what the hell this guy's on. 
Do you see that Franklin boy come back from Texas with yeah, tattoos he, over his yeah. face? He took the fast yeah. train back from Edmonton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's been hanging out in Edmonton too long. He spent a couple too many nights downtown Dallas is what they're yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so I'm sorry, Patrick. I, I hate to catch you off again, but I think it all took us by surprise it. when you said you were a Dallas Stars fan growing up. What was that like for you knowing that you had gotten picked up by Allen and knowing that you were going to be basically in the heart of where your favorite team was from? Yeah, I think honestly, my first kind of like, well, you, you obviously have like your reaction, like, oh, that's like, it's, you know, good to have a place to play and all this stuff. But right. Once you kind of start researching the places, like, to like what to do down in that area. And I think probably one of the first couple of thoughts was, when can I get in to see a Dallas Stars game? <laughs> um, and then, you know, my second thought was when to go see a Rangers game. So I've got to, you know, do both. And that's been pretty cool. What how did you, uh, how did you like the new ballpark? Ballpark was sweet. Um, I've been to a couple, like, I, I don't know, uh, six, I think. Okay. And, um, this one and, uh, Coors Stadium in Denver was, you know, those are my oh, favorite, two yeah. favorites. Yeah, I, nice. I'm not going to, like, I don't know if this is going to offend people, um, or not, but I think I'd put Coors Stadium at number one. I'm not sure how you feel about that, but it's pretty cool place. Um, in Denver, there. The great that, place that's to probably my game. number one stadium. Yeah, yeah no, was, I actually, really I think fun. I have to. I think I might have to agree with you. I've been to the old ballpark, the new ballpark in Arlington, but that there's just something about having the the mountains in the background and just in the open air. And usually yeah. the climate's pretty forgiving out there, yeah. so it's a great place to catch a game. What uh, is now, the reasoning? Patrick, oh, I have a question. Sorry, before we. Oh, we oh, he's switching the continue. table. So he's got the, no, he's got not, the it's nothing serious. It's nothing serious. <laughs> but what what is the reasoning? Um, for closing the old stadium, like, I, is it just because it's money. old, or what's it money? Yeah, I think yeah. it comes down <laughs> to money. AC on it. And I and I think yeah, the AC is a big thing, and I think they were looking at it, and the money was it was going to cost almost the same amount of money for them to put in a retractable roof on the pre-existing ballpark oh. as it would to build the new ballpark. No, Patrick yeah. shaking yeah. his head. No, I have him on camera, so he's saying nope. no. <clears throat> it was it was going the new stadium cost a billion dollars. Okay, not a billion then. About five fifty of that was funded by the city of Arlington, Arlington, which they got fucking fleeced again. Who knows why? Yeah, they got oofed you. If I was an Arlington taxpayer, I'd be fucking livid. Um, to put a roof on the old. Explain ballpark. your thoughts. Explain your thoughts. I, I don't know this. <laughs> so you got to explain your thoughts. So I am particularly biased towards the old stadium because I have been to the new stadium, and. The ballpark in Arlington, not the Gilf, is one of my top three. And right. yeah, summers that. summers are miserable, especially <laughs> if you're sitting on the side where the sun is. I guess that's left third field. Base. Yeah, third mm-hmm. base and left field. It's fucking miserable out there. But to put a roof on that stadium would have costed two hundred and fifty million instead of one billion. Yeah, it's and, a lot of difference. And they built. The new stadium with, um, fuck, what was their wording? Um, robots. <laughs> not <laughs> not robots. They had um, like other entertainment outside of baseball in mind. So it's kind of oh, like, like the, the NFR. Yeah, yeah, the NFR. Uh, you've got yeah. the Green Day Fallout Boy Weezer concert coming up. I think that was a big thing. They can host concerts year round, no matter what's going on outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, so that felt very money grabby to me, and it doesn't help that the Rangers have been total ass since like 2011, essentially. We had a couple of good runs. This is not a baseball podcast. I won't go into it too much. But, uh, yeah, it all felt like a very blatant money grab to me. And the old ball par- ballpark is far superior in my humble good opinion. Good answer. That's, the, that, now that's we the, sassy, the sassy synopsis of the week by Patrick. That is. We haven't had one of those <laughs> wow. in a while. We don't have Stars yeah. Hockey to be salty about right now, so I got to direct yeah, it towards yeah. the other. What is our opinion of the Dallas Stars this year? Oh, I love this. I love that we're getting into this. Okay. Um, uh, dude, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, no. I, we are, we're a Texas-based hockey podcast. Are we I was on a time limit? About the run. That's a good question. No, we're not. We, we're not. We got plenty of time. Okay. okay. I mean, the, the run was fun. I mean, it it sucks that we – I mean, we talked about this pretty in-depth, you know, but one of the biggest takeaways, especially from Saad, said, look, I mean, if, even if we had gotten there, like, we still weren't going to have Bishop in time. You know, we were still fighting injuries from all these other people. Like, could we have really made a, a better push to it? And I was trying to be hopeful about it. But at the same time, being a realist, you know, asking them to do what they did, where they played that wild stretch of games. And, you know, they were playing four games in seven days, six days at times. Every week. You know, that's difficult. That's difficult mm-hmm. to ask of a hockey player. I played like two beer league games a week and I'm fucking dead. So, <laughs> it's a lot of hockey. Exactly, it's a lot of hockey. It's it's you know it's a lot to ask of them, and I know they get yeah. paid a lot of money to do it, but at the same time, you can only push your body so much, and I think physically it just wasn't wouldn't, wouldn't have been our year really. But you guys think the stars are in a pretty good spot, like for five years down the road. I, I, I mean, think compared so. to a lot of teams, yeah. I, I mean, oh, not sure. many teams have Heiskanen. As their cornerstone. Yeah. No, no, they don't. Right. And we we uh, we recently had Saad Youssef, who covers the Stars for The Athletic, um, which if you're listening to this and you haven't, go subscribe to The Athletic. Uh, Saad Youssef is worth the money alone. Um, and he was mentioning a lot of, like, bridge contracts for Heisken, and he might be friendly to the team. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the offseason, particularly with what's going on in Toronto right now, because they're going to have to offload some people. Uh, one of the names that came to mind was Marner. And someone put out, would you trade Klingberg and his remaining contract and Bishop for Marner? And it's one of those things where you look at the fact that not only do the Stars have a lot of really young uh, pieces, they've got that Maverick Bjork kid they picked up last season and already made an appearance in the AHL. Uh, Damiani uh, was named, was on the rookie, uh, all rookie team in the AHL. Um, You've got Thomas Harley. Don't forget about him as a defenseman. You can slide into that Pissick spot. But then I think the biggest thing too is they actually, for the first time in a very long time, they have pieces that they can let go for people, primarily Anton Hudobin. I know he's a fan favorite. I love him. But you finally have a true backup uh, to Bishop and that you can see him with Jake Ottinger, who has been lights out even into the world championships, along with Jason Robertson, who's another up and coming guy that I don't think we expected to emerge as big as he did. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree with you, Zan. I think they have a really good window for the next, I would say, a little bit smaller, maybe a three to four year window. It'll be really interesting to do what they see what they do with Klingberg. Um, like I said just a second ago, interesting to see what they do with Heiskinen's contract. I think that's going to negate how they can handle the money. Um, and then see, you know, the draft lottery is tomorrow. We're recording this on Tuesday, and Wednesday's a draft lottery. We have like a 0.02% chance to get a top three pick. And you know what? The, we had zero puck luck this season. We had zero injury luck this season. So maybe, maybe tomorrow's our day. Zero luck overall. 
Maybe tomorrow's our day. Maybe, maybe this was, maybe the hockey gods were like, you guys were so stressed during that bubble. You made it almost all the way. You know, you made it to the Stanley cup finals. I gave you what you wanted. We're going to put you deck down to earth. And then guess what? Draft lottery comes around. You're going to get the number two pick overall and you're going to get Perfect. some trades going. Whew. Sorry. <laughs> a little too much caffeine, a little too much caffeine late in the day. No, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad. I think it's, I think really you're the first guy that we've had on the show that doesn't play for the stars organization in any way, shape or form. And this is not a knock on the Minnesota organization in any way, shape or form, but I think we're all just excited that we have a, a fellow stars fan on the show for once. For sure. I mean, I, I've always like, like I said, uh, Marty Cherko is my, uh, favorite player growing up. So I've been a Stars fan, you know, through and through. Love that. Okay. Controversial question. Thoughts on the Mooderous jersey and why is it the most amazing jersey the Stars have ever had? Okay. Yes. I do. <laughs> I can get behind that. There we go. But there that. we go. Yes. For sure I can. <laughs> We're going to call this the Mooderous Appreciation episode. Yeah. yeah. Why, why is that not a thing? Or why was it a thing in the first place? I really no one think knows. That- no one knows. I really think they just sat down and had like six bottles of whiskey and they were like, all right, boys, what's Eddie the was worst there, we can do? They're pounded. Yeah. They're pounded back. What is this whiskey called? Is it just called Belfour? Belfour whiskey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was, was pounded back. First, yeah, his first stage first of making of this. First couple ba- batches. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So that's awesome. So we have your thought on the Mooderist. What do you think about the alternates this year? Okay. Alternates. I don't know what I think about them. They are a little too like. Are we talking about like the, like the Both. neon green the, ones, the blackout and the, the reverse the blackout retro? And the reverse, yeah. Okay. I <laughs> I don't know if I'm a big fan of either. Actually, they seem okay. to be really extreme either way. Like no, that's completely fair. Like the white ones, like they're they're all, like red, like whatever you call them, retro ones. They're super mm-hmm. white. Yeah. Like I've never been a real big fan of white gloves um in general so no, I, I think that makes it even worse too because you put the all white jersey all in white and yeah everything. it's white gloves white pants white socks white helmet like it's yeah i don't know i don't know i think i like the the neon ones much more than the the off-white ones but just because of the white gloves i think that's a deal breaker for me but i mean it, you can't really have a whole, a whole white jersey and not white gloves so i get why they did it but I think that's kind of where my uh, pa- Patrick uh, gave an, uh, a visual fist pump because he is a big fan of the uh, the Tron jerseys as we've dubbed them as as so many <laughs> people have dubbed them. So he's got a uh, he's got a Rupe Hintz jersey that he was sporting throughout the entire season. And yep, no, I I'm just waiting for the reverse retros to go on clearance and I'll snag one of those bad boys. So yeah, realistically, I, I probably I, will too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I uh, I like their like just. They're normal. Jer- I don't even know what you call them. Like they're just their jerseys. They're yeah, like, just a standard. Like, they're yeah. I do. I I really like them. Their ones. I mean, compared to the ones that just said Dallas on them, you know, that were like eight years ago. Right. Yeah. Couldn't get much. You know. That was a low seven. man. That was a low point. I think they forgot to spend money on their like, uh, you know, design team because that yeah. was something I could designed. Yeah, they were like, hey, those are rough years for us. I mean, yeah. weren't we going through a buyout anyways with the organization? Yeah. Buyout. We had Sean Avery on. They the had team. no marketing department. Zero oh, <laughs> marketing. I got no, cool I, facts I, for you guys. What's that? Uh, I got a cool fact fact for you guys. Um, the the junior team that I played for last year, the owner is the same owner as the Dallas Stars, like Glardy. Yeah. Oh wow, oh, that's so awesome. 
so I've met Glardy a couple times uh, in Kamloops. Oh, that's awesome. I had no idea that he had more than one team in any organization other than yeah. the Stars. Yeah, so I that's... mean, I, I pressure, you know, well, what's hold the guy got to do this to get a just... camp invite here? Yeah, yeah but... <laughs> I was about to say, uh, hold on, you got to get a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge here. Right? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Get that hometown-ish discount. Yeah, I think we can start a campaign for you. Obviously, we, we love that we were with the Americans and, uh, you know, we support you guys and the team, but, uh, you know, we can we can always start a little a political campaign in your favor. The, <laughs> the, sure. Zane, the Zane train next stop, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Let's, yeah, I'd sign myself up for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, boys, I, what, what do you have, got left? Uh, I have a couple, or one, I guess, kind of going back to uh, Alberta a bit for you, Gus. I, so, I was just looking it up. It's about two and a half hours from Edmonton or so. Um, is there a lot of rinks around, like, where you grew up? Like, what was that life like? Yeah. Uh, in smaller town, Alberta. I th- I'm going to be honest with you. I think you can go to any town with like at least, at least a hundred people, which, you know, there's more than you'd think. Um, there's a, quite a few of them. And I would like to say 90% of them would have a rink, like a full out rink. Oh yeah. I, I, I mean, I kind of have to agree with that too. Cause my, my grandmother, she's from uh, the Ottawa Valley and she's in one of those towns. that has got like 1600 people in it, but yeah, they have two. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, fuck, this is huge. So I was like, yeah. I didn't know if it was that, like, out, out west, too, or if it was just something. Yeah. Um, you know how, like, there's always that notion that kids grow up, like, just skating on ponds and stuff? Like, and I mean, that's true, true. But be, with having, like, a, a small town and having, like, a full rink, um, you know, it's there's not enough kids to be skating at all the time. So that was kind of like our, uh, you know, skating on the pond, which is going to play shinny at the at the, you know, Marwayne and rink. So that was kind of like, like a cool memory I have, um, you know, about that. Yeah. I was going to say, cause cool. it's, it was always like growing up, like it was really difficult to get ice time out here. Cause yeah. I don't like the nineties, it was only just Addison and the rink or the mall. Oh, then Valley oh. ranch came along after the stars came did, but yeah. God bless the stars for bringing hockey down to Dallas because now there's, Rinks I think everywhere. we're in the double digits. Double digits in the Metroplex. Um, Patrick brought yeah. up a good point, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it over to him because we'd we'd be silly not to ask about this particular show, uh, knowing that you grew up in a town with uh, a very small population who probably had a couple of different types of people. Uh, so Patrick, why don't why don't why don't you do the honors and ask? Yeah, how accurate? I think we're I think I speak for the show, and we're all I say we're all big fans. Um, Letterkenny is a show about a small town <laughs> of Canadians and their problems. So, what, yeah. are, you, what are your thoughts on that show? Oh, it's over the top. It's kind of hilarious. And no, you know what? The, the hilarious part is, is that not obviously everybody not like it's not to that extent, right? But it's to the extent that would be kind of comical. That like you think, holy shit, I can see where where these people get this from. <laughs> like they're like the. You'd be surprised. I mean, I'm sure you guys see a lot of, you know, odd ducklings down here and with so many people, but there's quite a few odd hillbillies, you know, in my neck of the woods. So it's kind of a, you know, it's it's hit or miss, but it, it's a hit way more than you think. <laughs> Got some skids in your town? 
Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like when it when you say like like when people like that's the part I'm talking about. Like there's there's a lot of like that going on, and just when you just like watch it and you just kind of like think about it, you're like ah, oh, that's kind of you know you kind of relate. It's kind of it's pretty funny. It's like a like numbers game. You're bound to know that person though too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You you you. Well, almost 100 percent chance you know that person. Yeah, exactly. Well, because, no, like, uh, where it's filmed in, in Sudbury, uh, Ontario, my grandmother, she, that's where she, she's near, like, she's, like, 40 minutes away from there. And so I, I caught it one time, like, randomly during an episode, like, they were out by, like, their driveway, and they have that little yellow mailbox at the end of it, and it's the Ottawa Citizen, and they get it. And I was like, wait, I know that. Like, I've seen that, you know, it's, <laughs> so, like, you get my grandma's newspaper. <laughs> so it was crazy. Well, boys, do we have any more questions for Zane? I mean, I don't want to keep him up too late. He's got a big week coming up. Or we can't, we'd be remiss, think. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. If we did not pose our namesake question, Whataburger or In N Out? Ooh, yeah. This is, I knew this was happening. I knew this question was going to be coming. We've gotten some disappointing answers so far, so maybe you can turn it around. We've also gotten some good answers, so, you know, we don't know. True. Okay. Okay. You can you can uh, put me down in disappointing answer. Oh, because but but no. Okay, is it because it's right across the street from the rink? No. Okay. Real answer is I don't like In and Out at all, at all. I don't like. Okay, I love that. That's good. But I've never had Whataburger. I've never had it, so I can't. That's pretty disappointing answer. No, no. You know what? It's, it's you haven't. It you. I I'm actually jealous of you because I wish I could remember the first time I had Whataburger. But guess what? You can because it's going to happen soon. <laughs> I will say this: no matter what happens, no matter what happens with this season, uh, before you know, once everything's wrapped up and you guys have hoisted the Kelly Cup, we will we will treat you to Whataburger and anyone else on the team that has not had it, um, unless it's for sure. Like, seven people because then it gets yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I was going to say, like, I get... I'll bring my... I'll bring my... Uh, um, you, your you know, hangover my... crew. Yeah, my hangover... Oh, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. My hangover <laughs> crew. That's the word. Yeah. That's the group I'll bring. And uh, we can go hit up water Waterburger. Yeah. Yeah. Deal, man. Let, we got to make this happen for real. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Sure. Sure. So down. We got to we gotta experience just Mike? it. Can we just hit up Mike and say, like, dude, get this... Get these guys yeah, some number two, doing, man. dude. Yeah. yeah. Get these guys some number two. Well, I'll keep I'll keep the uh, I'll keep the receipt. I'll keep the receipt and I'll mail it. It's to the least after. Mike owes me. Uh, Mike made me do that goddamn like commercial when I was a leprechaun. I don't know if you guys seen that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy no, fuck, guys, guys, it's bad. I, I'm no. thankful you guys haven't seen it yet, but now that I brought it up, you're probably gonna go watch it. Oh, yeah. absolutely! I'm already <laughs> me, me and Mike. Is it on their Twitter? My, uh, well, yes. It was. Okay. Uh, Wait, yeah, was it for the Facebook. Irish night? Yeah, for the Irish night. Oh they, no! Oh, it's, it's the hair, they, right? Oh my, yeah, my hair. And I'm. Yeah. Me, I didn't. Me and Mike didn't see eye to eye for a little bit after that because I was. <laughs> Well, because you were so much shorter than him. <laughs> because well, no, no, that's true. We're like, hey, this God is cultural it. appropriation, my guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I said this is. I can't be doing this, Mike. If I'm not like, I'm ruining my image for what? <laughs> for what? Oh no, no. You can't really get so many jobs after that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah like, that is fucking funny. Holy shit! I mean, there. I it's there's no other way what to say. Like, it's funny ish i guess like i don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. it's not it's okay like i'm not i wasn't i'll never like 
put my hand up if you ask me to do another <laughs> video. Like, say, hey, who wants to do a video shoot? I'm not putting my hand up. Never. Never yeah. If Mike, if Mike Please. makes the, if Mike makes the lines, I don't think I'm putting my hand up. You know, unless they make me. <laughs> unless it's in my contract that I have to do it, I don't know if I'll do it. Maybe that's why Les is uh, bleached his hair. He's like, you're never going to get me in a commercial when I got my hair bleached like this. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit! I, I'm uh, still see look how much emotion I have with talking about it. <laughs> well, hey, video. take that, take that emotion, carry it over. Uh, into tomorrow's game, first guy you see, just think of the Leprechaun commercial and just go ape shit. Holy Christ. Well, that would prove <laughs> the commercial right. Because that's what it's, it's oh. like me freaking out. Because I'm a little Leprechaun. That's what it is. <laughs> Fuck. Guys, like, you, I'm going to let you, I'm just going to save you the enjoyment of watching it. Um, okay. But it's it's not something that, like, I would be proud of. You know, oh, my acting man. skills, first of all, are terrible. I, it's piss poor. And second of all, I'm making fun of myself for no benefit. For everybody else's laughter, except for mine. Oh, man, this is just absolute gold. Yeah. Uh, well, either way, we've uh, we've definitely got uh, some Whataburger waiting for you. We usually do. Uh, we all have our specific sign offs unless unless you have anything else to say. Uh Zane, we we can't thank you enough for coming on. If you want to say something to the Americans fans, uh, you know, for the playoffs, you know, it's open forum. Whatever you want to say, man, the the mic is yours. But we just can't thank you enough for taking the time and hanging out with us. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'll take this opportunity just to say thanks to, you know, kind of for everybody, you know, welcoming me in. Um, it's been pretty freaking fun year. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a hell of a playoff run, and then uh, I'm excited to get home and see my family. Excellent. Excellent. Well, hopefully it's after a very, very long playoff run uh, and a fantastic first meal at Whataburger. Um, we all have our own specific sign-offs. Um, we've already put you on the spot so many times, but we're going to do it one more time. Um, you can't say you can't say living in the red uh, because Les and Josh already took that one. We had uh, Vern Fiddler on. He already used the uh, bat check, four check, paycheck. Can't use that one. So, uh, But if, if Zane Franklin had his own podcast and his own sign-off every week, what would it be? Okay, well, this is kind of comical that I already know my answer because I probably thought about this in my head. If this is like one of those scenarios that you make up that probably never come true, but I know my answer. I know mine, but you guys have, maybe you have to know the backstory. You know that cartoon growing up, the, the Franklin the Turtle? Yes, okay. Backstory um, when I played junior, whenever I would get in a fight, they would sing the song like, Hey, it's Franklin. You know that you know that tune. So I think I would just, I think I would just exaggerate. You know the hey, it's Franklin part, and then just kind of like drag it out into yeah. the sunset. The, the music, the music kicks in, and everyone yeah. gets away. Yeah, yeah, that's so that's pretty straightforward. But I like that's a hundred percent what I'd go with. That's great. I might have to start because that answer is so good. I think I might have to get into the podcast world after. My hawk career is over. Oh, well, I mean, you, you've got an open door, an open seat here on Water Hockey, uh, even more so after your first adventure into Water Hockey or Waterburger, uh, once you yeah. experience the glory of what what it is. So, uh, so hey, it's Franklin uh, Patrick. Yeah. Let him know. Yeah, stay sassy. <laughs> now you just gotta stay moist. It's always, baby, always. And uh, 
as usual, don't uh, don't you ever, for any reason whatsoever in the world, forget your Kermit tattoos. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Kermit tattoos. <laughs> <laughs>